Like, it would have been great. Gordon Hayward, right? It would have been amazing. But you've got Kyrie Irving as a leader. He's not a leader, right? I mean, as, as much as we like to make fun of LeBron, LeBron's a leader. Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting team. I think, I think we both agree. We, we like the pieces they have around them, too. Like, Dinwiddie's a good player. Warriors could have used a guy like Dinwiddie off the bench. Karis yeah. LeVert is a nice, young, promising wing. Jared Allen, yeah, I think the Warriors were hoping Damian Jones would be like kind of what he is. Uh, it doesn't look like that's going to be the case. <laughs> you know, uh, Joe Harris, good shooter. They, they got some guys there. It's an interesting team. Yeah, it is. It is. It's going to be one of those teams where, though, I, I think K, it's KD's style of basketball. KD's going to handle the ball in ISO. They can stand in the corner. Same with Kyrie. I think that's the style that, that KD wanted to play in Golden State, and maybe he was a little bit annoyed that it never ended up that way. A little more drive and kick. Yeah, a little bit more drive and kick. Um, all right, we got our guy Jason in New York coming up next, who's a Knicks fan. Give us your best Stephen A. <laughs> How you going? I, I, I had a vision this afternoon, what I was going to do. By the way, I'm outside, so that's why I'm talking loudly. I'm at Pride. You're good, um, you're good. I had, a, I had a vision for this afternoon, what I was going to tell you guys. I was going to laugh at you on the phone and laugh at your faces because I genuinely thought KD was coming to New York. But Dolan refused to give him that contract. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I am outside right now. I had a steak. I had a bunch of wine. And I see Ramona's report on Twitter. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? <laughs> uh, Jason, so Julius Randle, three-year at 63 mil. How about that? How's that I, look hey, for you? I like Randle. I like Randle. Good player. But he's like a, a, a he's like a plastic Zion, Costco Zion. Like a, it's like it's also like, you get you get teased with a little KD getting Randall, not the same thing. Uh, but I, 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 I can't, I, I, I can't, I can't, I can't. I, I don't know, I don't know why I continue to do this to myself. I don't know why I continue to do this to myself. You're gonna be a Brooklyn How fan, maybe? Go to the max. How? I understand that he has the Achilles. But this is not only a move to get a great player. This is a landmark move. It is a landmark thing. Like, if Garrett comes here, other people will come here. They will take notice. You have to make that move. You have to. Oh, Jason. Thank you, Jason. You're a legend. I, uh, wow. I, that might, that's my favorite call of the day. And wow. for all the Warrior fans kind of feeling a little down right now, just remember, you're not the Knicks. It can always be worse. <laughs> it can always be worse. Uh, guys on air right now are weak from the four and five. Wow, straight from San Francisco. Can't even get love from our from our backyard. Just just taking owls. Um, unbelievable. All right, let's keep rolling. We got like five minutes. We got Ed, Eddie in Pleasanton. Uh, he wants to talk about Kevin Durant. Eddie, what's going on, guys? Uh, you guys can hear me. Yeah, yeah, you're good. Hey there, guys. Uh, first of all, Warriors will never be like the Knicks. Uh, I think Knicks are far behind, so don't worry about that. But I will say the Warriors did win, and I'll say it this way: when you don't have to pay, when you don't have to pay 221 mil for a guy coming off the Achilles injury, I think you won. So Warriors fans, you know, don't worry too much. Uh, KD came and served his, he served his purpose, and um, you just have to revert back to the old ways of of movement and no isolation. And I think the Warriors are going to do it and uh, look forward to the upcoming season. Thank you, Eddie. Yeah, I don't think – so we we haven't touched on this yet, Andy, and I think it's because neither of us want to. But, I mean, there is the risk he's not the same player. And 
you give him five years, two hundred twenty-one million, and he's not the Kevin Durant you thought he was. You're kind of in a weird spot. Yeah, I don't know about that. Um, I think that's more kind of just annoyed that Kevin Durant's leaving. I think if somebody, well, okay, I'll say this: if Kevin Durant has to be the number one option and the Kevin Durant of this year, yeah, maybe he doesn't get there. But I think if he signed the max with the Warriors, with the way that Steph and Clay are still good to me on the team, I think he would have been fine. Even if we got 80% of who Kevin Durant was, I think you're still good enough to win championships, plural. Yeah, and I think the bigger thing is when he comes back from injury, he's going to probably be one of those guys who does uh, load management, probably plays 60 games instead of 82, 30 minutes instead of 35. Yeah. And it's a lot more of a concerted effort because he's rehabbing a very serious injury. Yeah, and it's also tough. I will say, I mean, it also tough is for Brooklyn. It is a bit of a risk. Uh, you uh, you sign him 100%. Every every signing is a risk. Signing a guy who you know is out for the next year is an even bigger risk. Yeah, it's probably the biggest one, but also the one that you have to do because it's Kevin Durant. But, I mean, Dinwiddie's good. Lavert is good. Uh, Jared Allen is good. But it's not like these guys are star players. They're good players, but it's not like, hey, these guys are going to be studs. That's Draymond. That's Clay. Like, I would say even Kyrie Irving. I mean, what are you going to get from him? When's the last time you played a full season? So it's like, I, 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 would, I love that is kind the way of the- they're building it, but... That is kind of the the funny thing no one was mentioning. Um, obviously, well, people were mentioning KD's injury, but Kyrie's had a couple knee surgeries and missed a lot of time. Kawhi, same thing. And, you know, everyone's just willing to, um, you know, give them everything off the top. And you have to because of their talent level. But there's a lot of risk out there. Uh, Sam, this is Tim from San Jose. Can't we talk a little Sharks hockey rumor? Has it that Joe Pavelski is headed to the Dallas Stars? What do you think of that? You know, I kind of want to talk about the A's, <laughs> three out of four this weekend. We will not be doing any of that. Do we have time for one more? We always do. I don't know. We even know why I ask. Uh, Big Dave for San Leandro. Let's get you in. That's the last caller. Wants to talk free agency. How's it going? Hey, th- thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Um, I, I got to be honest with you. It's disappointing to lose Katie, obviously, wanting him to stay. I mean, I understand the savings and all that, but he'll come back fine. But what I'm thinking, man, he was in touch with Kawhi. There's rumors that they were going to team up together. And it's coming out now that Kawhi's looking like he might be headed to the Lakers. I think that right there is the biggest threat to the Warriors, the biggest news of the day. And the reason why he potentially probably went to Jersey, even with the good teams in the East. If Kawhi goes to the Lakers, oof, you know what I mean? I'm a Warrior fan. Like, that right there scares the hell out of me because, man, you team up those three, AD, LeBron, and Kawhi, I mean, uh, you know what I mean? The Warriors can still <laughs> compete, but that's going to be tough. What do you guys think? We oh, go ahead. I think we have a hot take about the Lakers if they do sign all three. I'll let you go for it. Eh, we are, we're going to break. We'll give you our Los Angeles Lakers uh, hot take after the break. Uh, are they even that good if they sign Kawhi, LeBron, and Anthony Davis? I don't know. Now back to Warriors World Radio on 95.7 The Game. Here's Andy Lou and Sam Esfandiari. No more breakup songs? I thought I wanted that way was coming. I was ready. <clears throat> Had my vocals ready. Tell me why ain't nothing but a honey. Tell me. Text line is mad. Uh, we're not talking enough about the Sharks. I don't know anything about the Sharks. Eric Carlson signed a long deal. Sam? I don't know if that's a real player. That- 
He is one of the best defensive players uh, in hockey. Uh, he, unlike Kevin Durant, was happy. It only took him one season, by the way, in SJ to enjoy the Bay Area, unlike KD, who was here for three seasons and still left. What if Lacob moved the arena to San Jose? Would KD have stayed? Did we not just see Jed York move the Niners to Santa Clara and have that <laughs> just be absolutely awful? It's a terrible decision. Oh, this! I hope this doesn't doesn't end up like the San, Santa Clara Niners. The Santa Clara Niners. Uh, no, I mean, San Francisco is a, that's a lot That's a different. really depressing image you just painted. <laughs> I didn't think even think about that. Or, it's like, I'm or, getting that one right out of the head. Or, <laughs> Never happened. Oh, we're going to the break. On the other side, will the, will the San Francisco Warriors become the San Francisco 49ers? You know, you like that? That's like, that's like the, uh, <laughs> the chase. So you, every time you move arenas, it's like a curse. You just come back, and the Warriors are going to win 20 games next season. Although... Jordan's Bulls won three titles. He retired. They moved arenas and won three more. Ooh, there you go. Duh. I don't know how that's related to this at all. <laughs> um, I think we're going to have – okay, so James, Robert, uh, Shrini, we'll get to you. Uh, we're going to have Matt Koski on here for a few minutes. Matt Koski, sir, how are you doing? Yo. Oh, you know, I'm just um... – Leaving a pool party with a very small child, but otherwise things are good. When you said pool party, I was excited. I was like, ooh, that's great. But then you said with a child where I'm more like, okay, so this is more like a backyard pool party. Yeah, this like is a, like a family in the backyard ah, at the pool. Not the one I'm imagining. Uh, you've, they've allowed me to bring my infant, which is, ah. which is like that's the only thing I ah. need for a party invite right now. Ah. If you allow me to bring my infant, then I am good to go. So not the Encore Beach Club. Uh, that's what I was thinking, no. so not that. Got it. Oh. Uh, what did your infant think of uh, Kevin Durant going to the Nets? You know, he's okay with it. Um, I was surprised. I thought he was really going to flip out. But <laughs> as it turns out, he's totally fine. He's not perturbed at all. <laughs> I am of two minds. <laughs> I am more disturbed than he is, certainly. Um, here's the thing, though. It doesn't change next year. So let's start with that. Right. Yeah, I mean they they may have a little more flexibility to to make some moves, but without KD, now they need to make a lot more moves. Well, okay. Except if they had KD, they definitely had no flexibility, and you're 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 looking at a year where he's not he's not going to play anyway. So we haven't affected this coming season. Now, will it affect down the road? Of course, it will. And I think the question we really have to ask ourselves is, does the fact that they do not have KD in reserve set to come back affect how they see their long-term future? Because that really is the one that it's hard for me to answer. Do they think about, all right, if we don't have KD, we got to do this thing different, and now maybe we need to think about moving Andre or moving Draymond. If they don't, I am. I have found myself to be higher on this coming season than anyone, because I look at a league that doesn't have Kevin Durant. The Warriors have two All Stars still, and three when Clay returns. And I just feel like if they can sneak in at the seventh seed, I don't know. Are they much worse than any other single team right now? I don't know. It depends what the Lakers do. I suppose yeah. <laughs> the Clippers do. Yeah. But who's the superpower in the West now? You got the Utah Jazz, Matt. <laughs> you got, we, well, you know, Mike Conley. We got the Houston Rockets, the team you can trust when when things get tough. 
Well, you could you could trust them to to give you a playoff series. That's for sure. <laughs> you could trust them I to not show up. <laughs> yeah, you try. You could trust James Harden to to part it away just just when he most needs to not. Um, I don't know, man. And and what's interesting to me is people are people are putting teams that don't even exist into the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, kind of like we're talking. We're talking like the the what are you thinking? Like New Orleans Pelicans, the Lakers, <laughs> the, Lakers. the Lakers who don't yeah. even have five players. <laughs> they don't have a starting five, but they're the favorites to win the title. And you know, my weekday buddy Ray Ratto likes to say, "Well, the Legend. Lakers are always the favorites to win the title because they have big betters who bet on them regardless of what they look like." But still, they're, they're the betting favorites to win the title, and they literally have three players under contract is that right yeah yeah they got a so, ad yeah lebron and Kuz. i just don't i get it i understand why people are are upset i understand why they're worried and i understand why you look at a team that lost uh, the the two-time finals mvp and everybody's favorite player and think gosh they're going to be a lot worse and it's and they didn't even win it this year well, so let's think of it this way, Matt. I mean, do you, what what are your thoughts on the options that the Warriors have? I think the last couple of hours we have a few people. We've had a few people on, including Danny Larue, um, who's broken mm-hmm. down the salary cap and he's given us some options. You know, sign and trade with Kevin Durant, maybe maybe you can trade Sean Livingston, guarantee his contract. There's the mid level exception. Are there certain players that you're thinking of now that are that are going to be able to help the Warriors that they can get? Yeah. Okay. So the the first thing is, unfortunately, kind of not. Right, because all you have is that mid-level exception, and they no longer have the sell that they've had in the past for that mid-level exception. Because the sell was always, "Hey, come over here, we'll win your ring," and you're not saying that anymore. But what you are saying, and whether it's enough to keep Boogie in town, I don't know. But I would think it's enough to get somebody maybe a little better than the mid-level exception ordinarily gets. Um, like, I, I don't know, uh, maybe Wesley Matthews, right? So Wesley Matthews, as an example, last season, the Warriors were interested when he, when he was released in the middle of the year, and he chose to go to Indiana because he wanted the minutes. He said, yeah, I probably get a title with Golden State, but I'll take the minutes from the Pacers. Well, now the Warriors are the Pacers. Come here, you get minutes. You get chances to score because we need somebody to do it, and you got a power forward who loves the pass. Is that a sell that that, the, that Wesley Matthews, for example, might be interested in? I don't know. It, it's a different version than what we've seen the past couple years, but it could work. It could work. If there's somebody in on the list of wings that, 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 that particularly interests me, you think they could get Rodney Hood? How, how would that strike you? He actually just agreed to the mid-level exception, the $5.7 million one with Portland. So you're definitely in the right uh, class of player. Okay. But that's kind so, of who the Warriors are going to be looking at. Yeah, and, and I think, now first of all, a, a huge factor is going to be how these draft picks show up and how much they expect them to play. But I imagine there's a spot there for that $5.7 million mid-level where – after this free agency shakes out a bit and there's a few wings who didn't get the offer they wanted, next summer's free agent class has much less in it 
and maybe you can convince a guy, hey, this is not what it used to be. If you come here now, you get a chance to show how good you are, and you get to do it maybe not next to Clay and KD, but at least next to Steph, who's going to take a lot of attention, and Draymond, who's going to give you the ball. And maybe if you're not getting the offer you want right now, take our 5.7 and go into next year's free agency where there's less free agent competition and, and you'll be real popular. Yeah. Um, no, that, that that's right. The, the options are, are limited, but uh, we still have, I think, a wait-and-see approach to what they do with uh, see if that sign-and-trade could happen. Um, Here's the one thing I would say. you got to re-sign Looney. Oh, absolutely. I don't care what he costs. Um, and there's been there's been the conversation about well you know every dollar you spend on Looney costs Joe Lacob three dollars. I don't care. <laughs> Joe Lacob Joe Lacob just built a shining like super stadium on the bay that he he told me he already made two billion dollars. Spend some of that, dog. <laughs> <laughs> and on the on the Looney note, we, Chris Haynes has reported the Warriors are currently meeting with him as of forty five fifty minutes ago. So who knows? We might get that news, you know, as soon as tomorrow or tonight. How high would you go on Looney? Would you give Looney four years, twenty-four million? Oh, oh easily, yeah, easily. Right. Yeah. So I think the angle the Warriors go, if, if it was me, the angle I would go is give Kavan a year or two more than anyone else is willing to give him, but hopefully you can do it at, at a little bit less of a dollar value than he might get elsewhere. Yeah. Because I'm thinking if I'm another team, I'd give him two years, twenty, easy, right? But I don't know how many. I don't know how many teams would give him three or four years. Yeah, no, that's true. And uh, Koski, we'll we'll catch you out with one more. We've been kind of canvassing our, our callers and saying, what is your favorite Kevin Durant moment? Mm. I think I probably got to go with the the pull ups, right? I mean, it, there's one in each finals. The pull up three in LeBron's face. Yep. I don't know how you. I mean, there were better games than there were. He had that 50 in Toronto, but they lost. I don't know how you get better than pulling up in the eye of the best player on earth to win a title, right? Yep. yep. Yeah, Andy and I were going back and forth, and it's it, it's weird to say the game five that he ruptured his Achilles, but those first 12 minutes. Those 12 minutes. No, he, you're right. And you know what? Maybe even that is – you don't want to say it's your favorite moment, right? Yeah. But in a lot of ways, it was a defining moment. In a lot of ways, and it and in a lot of ways, it was the moment that that he, in his last twelve minutes as a as a warrior, he really became a warrior to a lot of people. Yeah, which is probably like the uh, which is probably what kind of uh, made Kevin Durant probably want to leave because it's like, hey, it took this to get you to to respect me or like me or whatever. But at the end of the day, it's like, who cares what they think? But we know how Kevin Durant is. But uh, <laughs> yeah, Matt. Uh, I mean, Matt... look, I think the guy wanted to leave yep. all along, yep. probably, and. He felt like he he had a chance to create a new thing, and honestly, I, I don't I don't want to hear from the Warrior fans who are upset about it because oh you sure weren't upset when he did it, and you were on the receiving end. <laughs> so this is basketball now. Guys move, guys leave, and you should be real glad that he came here and won two titles. Yep. And adding to that, I mean, you should just appreciate someone like Steph Curry or Clay Thompson more. Oh, because they, sure. because they are the exception. They are not the rule anymore. Yep, Clay in particular, because you know, the guy, the absolute guy, and the team continues. Oh no! And pay you like the guy. Uh. 
Okay. Of course you stay. Yep. When yep. you're the second guy to be so low maintenance and 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 just sort of I mean, I guess people are worried. I'm not worried. Clay's going to be back and everything's going to be great. And you should cherish that, man. That right there, Koski, is is the perfect way to send it off. Sir, Matt Koski, 957 the game. Appreciate you coming on, man. My pleasure, fellas. Thanks, brother. Later. Whew. All right. Got a good breath of uh, optimism from Matt Kolsky. Yeah, absolutely. A little Um, chaser. We got open phone lines the rest of the way. 888-957-9570 if you want to join us. Uh, Andy, I guess you didn't really really answer this question. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What we got? What is your lasting memory? Yeah, I think my lasting memory, I think Matt made a good point. You brought this up. My lasting memory is, are those 12 minutes um, that we have that we saw from Kevin Durant in the NBA Finals where we saw him play and it was like, man, the Raptors really don't have a chance to beat the Warriors. Yeah. And, and they're really unstoppable. Uh, and they were probably the greatest team of all time along with the Michael Jordan Bulls. And the other memory... And this one's more of a memory than it is something that I saw. Was that, man, through this run, Sam, five years, five finals. Katie was here for three of them, won two titles, two finals MVP. It just never did feel like he was happy, though. It just never felt like he was fully, he was invested playing, but it just never felt like he was fully a warrior and just fully there and wanted to be there. And um, I think that take is vindicated by the fact that he's gone now. Um, and more power to him. I think it's a good thing that he's gone for him. Uh, but I think that's the lasting memory of him as a Warriors is that he won and he was the greatest player in the world. And it just it didn't it just wasn't enough for him. So, absolutely. All right, let's get to the phones. Uh, let's go line one. James in San Francisco. James, what's going on? Oh, he just hung up <laughs> like right when we got to him. But James, we get- James, call back. Um, we'll, we'll get to you when you call back. We got Robert in Concord. Hey, what's going on, you guys? Good. Good, bro. How you doing? What are we talking about, Boogie? I got two things. Yeah, I got two things first. Uh, Raymond Green, he's a clown, man. He kind of screwed this up with Durant in the beginning. You know, he should never he should never open his mouth. Sometimes he just opens up his mouth. He, does, he, he should put his foot in his mouth. I mean, he kind of screwed this all up. They should have tried to trade him during the middle of the year. I'm telling you, he, he has shown over and over again he can't keep his mouth shut. As far as Boogie, I think if we can get him, since we're going to probably have to keep Green now, I mean, maybe we can form another big three with Clay, Steph, and Boogie. If Boogie wants to come back, then maybe he can go, if he has a good year this year, maybe he can get the max next year with the Warriors and we can keep it going. What do you guys think? I'll take it off the air. It's not the first call we've got today. It was a little uh, anger at Draymond. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to not think about that, that Clipper game in November and the blow up. And what was reported that Draymond said, if that didn't turn the whole season, because right before that there was good vibes. They were they started ten and one. They were they were rolling. Kind of felt as good as it felt in any of the years that KD had been here. I don't know, Andy. Do you blame Draymond? Yeah, I mean, it definitely wasn't a good thing he did what he did. But I I think that Draymond and KD got over it. I think they were fine. I, I think it's kind of a. Um, it's almost disrespectful to Kevin Durant where you're like, hey, that's the reason why he left. People yell at each other all the time. I yell, I yell at you all the time trying to prep for the show. Sam's a diva. <laughs> He's always trying to put like 15,000 things in the show. You know, sometimes we yell at each other. 
Um, it happens, especially when they're playing basketball, and these this is the highest, pre- you know, the highest level of basketball, and there's a lot of pressure. I'm sure, st- you know, Draymond yells at Steph, yells at Clay, same thing. It just seemed to, it just happened that it was kind of on the floor there for everyone to see. I'm sure Durant was not happy about it, management wasn't happy about it, but they got over it. I think they had gotten fully over it by the season's end. I don't think that's why Kevin Durant leave. I think that's why I think Kevin Durant always wanted to leave. Um, so I don't know how much I blame that on Draymond. Um, and plus, it's Draymond, man. Like 2016, he got suspended. It's the reason why they lost the title. Um, things happen. That's why he's so great, too. That's why he leads him to the title. So. Two sides of the same coin. Yep. Yep. Uh, should we keep going? Let's go. Uh, we got Trini in, in uh, San Carlos. Trini, how's it going? Hey, hey guys. How's it going? Uh, great, great day for a show with all the fresh news. Um, I wanted to just share a couple of things. The first is... Um, I'm kind of really glad the last few years played out the way they did, you know, just watching uh, Harrison Barnes not being able to step up and that that game seven and then uh, lose the championship and then landing KD for three years is like the ultimate basketball experiment for any fan. And we've lived it. We're fortunate as Warriors fans to live that. So that's great. But I also feel like this was the best thing that could happen for Warriors because there is a level of, talent and like uh you know the scale is just so tipped in your favor when katie's on the floor it's really not truly a warrior's brand of ball you know we talk about strength in numbers 15 players we saw what happened you know we got one guy who's worth like six or seven of those players and he got injured and we just couldn't step it up so i'm really glad that we got to see this experiment play out there's another team that, and I, I feel like Brand is a purist. Uh, he would, he's, he loves the game so much. He, I'm glad for him that he could find another player like Kyrie to, to pair with. You know, good for him. But I also feel like it takes us back to our roots as well, as Warriors fans and our brand of ball. And, you know, I'm, I'm just excited to see what comes next. So it's all good for me at, at the end of the day. Uh, Srini, thanks for calling. That was great. Yeah, we got like a measured, level headed caller. Happy for KD, happy for the Warriors. Yeah, I mean, is there? There's nothing you regret, I think, Sam, in terms of what's. Oh, been absolutely done. no regrets. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we need some optimistic music to close out the show. What can we get? What can we get? What do you think? We had some, we had some end of the road earlier. We'll, <laughs> yeah, no we'll more all my life. No more end of the road. No more Brian McKnight. We're we gonna do back at one. I, I can't do that. I can't do that. Um, let's uh, let's keep going to a red in Fremont. Wants to talk about shockingly Kevin Durant. Red, how's it going? All right, brother. How you doing? Good, man. What you got for us? Man, um, long-time Warrior fan. Thanks for the call. But, man, this goes back to besides Draymond, everyone blaming Draymond. It's a big problem, of course. If someone calls someone the B-word nationally, I mean, you got to keep in mind, you guys fight and argue all the time, but that's a different caliber, right? And second of all, to all the Warrior fans that keep saying that didn't show him the love that he deserved, and always chanting for Curry to be the MVP and never giving KD the love and support that he really deserved because he is that be- he was the best player on our team. It's a slap in the face, and I don't blame him for leaving. It's bittersweet, man, but, I mean, let's be real. We lost the best player in the NBA, and it's not okay for the other callers saying, oh, it's okay. No, it's not okay. Like, come on, let's be real here. You think, you think Red, you think Kevin Durant would have stayed if fans chanted MVP a few more times? I'm just, if they showed him the love that he's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. think about it. He's the best player in the NBA, and you're not getting the love and like respect that you deserve. All right, brother. How you doing? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. And thanks for calling in, Red. I, 
I don't know how much I agree with that. Just because the thing is that Kevin Durant got a lot of love. He got a lot of love from fans. What did he want from fans, though? What did he want from this team? Did he want to? Did he want it to be his team? Did he want his statue out in front of Oracle Arena? Like, I'm not sure what he wanted. And if that was the reason why he left, then why did you come in the first place if that's what you wanted? Right? Like, how fandom works is that, hey, Steph Curry was a two-time MVP before you got here. I don't know how much more you want. You know, do you want Warriors fans to not chant MVP for Steph while he's here? Like, uh, my thing is, I think his expectations may have been a, a little bit unrealistic if that was the reason why he left, which, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't think we'll ever know. I don't think we, it ever even got told the the reason why he left OKC. I don't think he ever admitted to any of that. And we don't know. Maybe it's Russell Westbrook. Maybe it's the coaching staff. Maybe it's the lore of the Warriors. I don't think we ever found out. And I don't know if we'll ever find out here why he left the Warriors. But um, uh, maybe Brooklyn's a spot, Sam. Maybe, maybe he'll find what he wants in Brooklyn. Uh, let's go to Jay in San Jose on line two. Jay, what's going on? Hey, guys. Hey, man, how you doing? Um, just touching bases and listening here on my ride home. And, uh, you know, for me personally, you know, honestly, it is a sad day. Uh, a little hurt by all this. You know, and even though I've been a Warriors fan for, what, 30 years now, you think we get used to it a little bit because we've seen our share of really good players uh, leave the Bay, especially during peak times. You know, guys like Weber and Sprewell and Mitch Richmond, Hardaway, you know, just to name a few. So you think we'd be used to this a little bit, but... It definitely stings uh, and hurts with him leaving. Uh, he was definitely the best player, and I think we all kind of seen it definitely this year towards the end where he was the best player on the best team, and that's to be said anywhere he goes. But here it is moving forward, and here's what I want to ask you then, guys, second part. So now that we know that Durant's gone, and next year, you know, we're talking about Clay, and the talk was always, you know, with Clay and, and Durant come back two years, two years, that's going to be our year. Well, now that he's gone and knowing that next year Clay will be back in February and him leaving and, you know, uh, Draymond playing in a contract year, do you think maybe this changes our mindset a little bit, drives us a little bit, makes us a little bit more hungry to prove things and, and maybe go and try to get it next year instead of waiting for, you know, like we're saying, that second year when everybody's back? Thank you, Jay. Um, I, I kind of I agree with him. I think we are maybe not giving Steph – and Dre enough um, enough credit. I'm with you. They're going to be motivated. It's more a question of what's going to be around them. And yep. right now I'm looking yep. at it. I mean, do they have more than five players under contract? <laughs> like, it's right. a real unknown right now. Right. And so until I see what the roster looks like, can they get another shooter? Can they get a couple shooters, honestly? Um do they take care of the wings because we're not going to have clay for most of the season and, you know, just lost starting small forward. It's hard to say. So I, I'm, I'm intrigued to see how it plays out. Uh, but there's, there are just too many moving pieces right now. Yeah, exactly. We got, we got to know who they can get, who they can sign, but I will say this from a mental uh, mentality standpoint. Yeah. I mean, it's not like Steph is on the downside of his prime. Like he's, he's a little bit older, but he's still got years left of being an MVP level player. The numbers that he put up, uh, last year and the year before, whenever he was on the court, were amazing. When when Katie was not on the floor, he was averaging 30, 35 points a game on efficient shooting. And so I think that Stefan Draymond is still good enough to field the playoff team. They're not going to be that, you know, revenge 73-game win team. They don't have Clay, right? They don't have Harrison Barnes even. Um, they have a couple older players now like Iguodala. But if they find the right players, if they find like a Wes Matthews and 
a couple min play uh, vet min players or the sign and trade, I think they, they have the ability to, to come back and, you know, maybe win 50 games. So uh, I think they're still good enough to get there. So um, I don't know about Clay coming back in February. I, I think that's a, it's a tough ask at seven months. Um, and even if he comes back, he's not going to be Clay Thompson at least for another half year. So um, I, I just don't think that it's a tanking season because you've got players in their prime. It's very, it's a delicate balance because any chance you can to win a championship, you go for it. And if the Warriors are going to be in the postseason and they could get Clay back and maybe they get that trade exception and can trade for a player, you got to go for that, man. You got to go for it. Um, I don't think that you go in a season saying we'll only play Stephen Dream on 60 games. I think that's a loser's mentality. Yeah, and I think um, Danny, LaRue, uh, and Kolsky touched on it earlier, and I agree with them. If things go weird where injuries happen, then maybe they go into that, we're going to tank the rest of the year mode. But there's no way they're going to start the year with like, okay, we're only playing Steph 28 minutes a game, 60 games, because the year's lost. Yeah, no way. Um, all right, so we got a couple more. We're here for another 10 minutes. Uh, Joe in San Francisco. Good to have you on. How's it going? Hey, uh, hey, good, good. How are you guys doing, man? Good, good. Hey, love, love the show, guys. Um, I just want to talk real quick about Draymond. I'm getting sick and tired of these haters blaming Draymond for KD's decision. I don't think it was – I think KD made up his mind a long time ago prior. You know, I, I'm kind of believing that he didn't want to sign, re-sign – in the beginning of the season. And let's not forget, we wouldn't have won those three championships without uh, He's the heart and soul of that team. Yeah, he may get you a little emotional, but that's the kind of guy you want leading that team, you know, driving that ball down the court. These All these haters need to just back off. And that's what I got. Thank you, Joe. By the way, Sam, um, just, just floated down on the Twitter timeline. Uh, looks like Katie deleted that post where he uh, post surgery where he said, "Hey, I just wanted to be out there with my brothers, gunning for that three peat." Looks like he deleted that on Instagram. Your thoughts? Ooh, yeah, spicy, spicy. Does that mean he's mad at the Warriors? Is he gonna sue them? People love that. <laughs> I think he's just trying to cleanse everything. <laughs> Never played for the Warriors. Never happened. <laughs> It'll take us two trophies. Um, no, I mean. I, in general, are are you mad that he left? I just kind of am like, I kind of thought it was coming. Yeah, yeah. You know, you hoped it wasn't, but I kind of thought it was. And end of the day, they put together an amazing three-year run, and it would not have been possible without him. So I can't really be mad at the guy. I think you and I are both on the same page. Where we're, we're super intrigued by where they go from here because it's it's not that clear. It's not like they have all this money and it's like, okay, Let's go sign Kawhi. Let's go sign Jimmy Butler. Like they don't have those options. They have to get super creative. So I'm super curious to see what Bob Myers can do. Yeah, what Bob Myers can do is a, is a is a great um, point to make. And the other thing is, I, I don't think you can be mad that Kevin Durant's leaving. Like, what are you what are you going to be mad at him for? <laughs> what are you going to be? He, he got out there, and he, here's the thing: he played through that injury. Yeah, he played through an injury and tore his Achilles. He's out for an entire season. Even if he was on the Warriors, even if he signed that max contract today, he is. We're literally in the same exact position, Sam, for uh, 2019-2020. Uh, Even if Kevin Durant signed the max extension, we would be having the exact same conversation. Yeah, I feel, like, I feel like the difference is if he re-signed, 
next year would be kind of strange because of all the but injuries, right. but you'd you'd be looking forward to something you knew what you were looking forward to. Um, without him, the future is unknown. You know, we we know we got Steph Curry. He's thirty one. We know Clay Thompson's coming back. He's twenty nine. All he's going to miss most of next year, and we don't really know what else is going to go on. Yeah, and the, here's the thing: the Warriors probably could have won the title too if Clay was healthy. That's the thing, um, and so that's the tough part. Uh, I of the firmly, season. I firmly believe if Clay doesn't get hurt, they win Game Six. I don't know if they win in seven, uh, but they win Game Six, yeah. and anything could have happened in Game yeah. Seven. Yep, and th- that that just tells me they're still good enough to win a championship. And if the Lakers don't end up with Kawhi Leonard. Here's the thing about the Lakers. We got about seven minutes here. Here's the thing about the Lakers. If they don't sign Kawhi Leonard, who are they signing? Because a lot of these players are off the market now. I just saw that uh, uh, George Seth Hill. Seth Curry. We're yeah. going to get Steph for Seth. Yeah, exactly. Like, who are they going to sign? They're throwing a lot of this in that bucket, in that Kawhi Leonard bucket, because there's no more Boyan. There's no more Malcolm Brogdon. There, there's no more uh, these kind of mid-tier guys that we're getting about 15, 20-plus million. They can't sign them anymore. And so are they just going to sign up? They got 23 mil, Sam. Actually, no, they got 32 mil that they've got left. And who are they going to use that money on if they can't get Kawhi? If it's AD and LeBron, if it's just them, I don't know if that's going to win enough for championship. Not Good enough to get you in the playoffs if they stay healthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's, uh, let's, let's finish up. Let's finish up the phone lines. Uh, we got M in Oakland, appreciation for KD. M, how's it going? Hey, bro, I just want to say on the appreciation for Kate, first of all, it's a good show. I'm glad we're getting some more to talk right now. Um, Thank you. Here's the deal. In Everybody wants to blame Draymond Green, but in the end, he was right. KD had one foot out the door, and he called him out on it. You feel me? And then and then, lastly, for the, uh, for the appreciation with KD, KD never – uh, out of all the athletes in the Bay, stars in the Bay, he never really put himself out there like a Bay cat, you know, like a like a Dre, like a Steph, like a Clay, and that's why people kind of looked at him like a rental. Like, yeah, you you cool, but you about to leave it one day, you know. And but at the end of the day, I appreciate KD. Thanks, Sam. Yeah, I mean <laughs> that, that is an interesting point. Uh, it always felt uncomfortable. I think we always wanted it to feel a certain way, and it never felt that way. And he's not a dumb guy. And it's one of those things where it's, was it uncomfortable because of the Bay, or was it because of KD? And it's like, it's hard to say. Like, was his foot, did he have one foot out the door because it was uncomfortable, or was it uncomfortable because he had one foot out the door? Yeah, I think it's the latter. I think it was uncomfortable because he never signed that contract extension. Here's the thing. KD's very Oakland, and KD's very San Francisco. I think he fits in both sides of the Bay very easily. Uh, the problem is he just never wanted to be a Warrior for a long term. And that wore on the team, that wore on the franchise, and it wore on the fans a little bit too. So end of the day, though, I think he's right. Uh, Warriors fans, Warriors organization, they appreciate Kevin Durant and what he's done. Uh, but, you know, that rental, yeah, kind of seems about that way. Um, I think Bonte came earlier and he said he played on three different high school teams. I think there's, if I'm not mistaken, Sam, I think there's only four years in high school. <laughs> um, that is correct. <laughs> three, for most three, people, anyway. For most people, anyway. Four for me too. Um, anyway, let's keep going. Three, three, three teams in four years of high school is, uh, yeah. Uh, let's go with Paul, South San Francisco. Uh, wants to know who the Warriors should sign. Hi. What's, What's going, going on, sir? Paul? 
All right, what's happening, you guys, man? I love you guys as well, man. Keep doing what you're doing. And, uh, yeah, I just wanted to say I would love to see if they got enough money to get this guy since I know they're kind of under the solid cap or over the solid cap. Uh, Trevor Ariza, man, I think he would be a great shooter that would fit in with Steph and Clay when he gets back. He, he's already Raymond. signed. He signed with the that? Kings. Paul, you there? All right, sorry, yeah, Paul. Sorry, Paul. He signed with the Kings. He signed with the Kings earlier today. Oh, he did. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow. A lot of names okay, are going off the board. About that, but uh, another comment I just want to make. I think uh, Boogie Cousins is garbage. He's just always running up and down the floor like he's constipated. Uh, that look on his face. I know he always Jeez. has that look. Uh, that's the way he is. But I just don't think that. He's a good fit on this team because uh, Clay and uh, Steph is just like some happy-go-lucky guys. It's just fun to be out there and play. He just doesn't look like he fits in. And that's, that's all I got to say about that. And thank you, guys. Thank you, Paul. Jeez. That was quite a pivot. Yeah, wow. I did not see that coming. Um, would you Would you want Boogie back? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, he I mean, can put the ball in the hoop. Yeah, he. they right? need they, guys that could they, do they something. They currently don't have a lot of guys with the ball in the hoop. They currently have Stephen Curry. That can put the ball in the hoop on the roster right now. That's going to play next season. Yeah. All right. Let's go to uh, Tish and Hercules. Tish, what's going on? Hi, guys. I'm actually in Fremont because I've been driving and, <laughs> and I call. I wanted to call in because I've been wearing my KD shirt today and yesterday. I love KD. Sorry to see him go. My favorite player, Draymond. Uh, I hope people don't pivot now and try to blame him for KD leaving. I'll tell you what I think about why KD left. It's a lot of what I heard today while I was driving. All the speculation about did KD really love it here? Was he happy? And this and that. KD himself commented a couple times to the press, uh, when you talk about the team, you don't talk about me as part of the team. That happened recently where they were asking him questions, and he says, and they said, well, do you and the Warriors? He said, you mean us? Because he was a warrior. So, um, and you, one of you today while I was driving, um, perpetuated this misinformation that KD signed one and done deals because he wasn't sure he wanted to stay here, and he did it to help the team retain Igadawa and um, uh, Sean. So, you know, I think that there are a number of us who were predisposed to just not be accepting of him and putting all these words in his mouth about he wanted it to be his team, totally forgetting that our core guys went to the Hamptons and asked him to come because they felt they needed him. So I feel like he came, he did what we asked him to do. I feel that a lot of the fans didn't show him love. Yeah, no, Tish, I'm with you, and and thanks. We got got to run. We got about a minute left. No, I'm with you. Um, I think part of it, he did sacrifice, um, you know, money. gave a little money back. Um, but at the end of the day, man, I, if he wanted to, I'm sure they would have figured out a contract extension if he wanted to do it. By the way, wanted to read a text that we got from Sheed, Warriors World Godfather. The reason why me and Sam are here, radio is in front of you. He texted and said, KD, the tech gentrifier who achieved success in the Bay, then left. <laughs> Sam, your thoughts with 30 seconds left of the show. I'm not even going to touch that one. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not touching that one. We're uh, just going to sit here all night and see what Kawhi does. <laughs> what it do, baby? <laughs> baby. All right. Great show, Sam. Uh, Kevin Durant, Brooklyn Nets, Warriors World Radio. We'll be back. Uh, we'll hear from you guys soon. Thank you. Oh boy.